Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, because we're just going to get right into it. So, do you want to do Death Stranding or the first Let's episode? Go Mandalorian. First, All right, because that's small. That's a tinier piece of time. So, Disney Plus released Mandalorian. People were going fucking ape shit over this shit because it released people are in Canada, streaming North so, America. People are streaming it so much that the play button disappeared the first couple hours of yesterday apparently a couple of bugs um disney plus i didn't have any issues you didn't have any issues as we spoke about earlier um i did notice when i was looking through the catalog that some things were listed multiple times not everything's in there but that'll happen in time like moana wasn't in there yeah credibles 2 toy story 4 lots of black right, panther yeah stuff that they've signed contracts have yet to expire but between them owning Disney Plus and Hulu, they'll be fine. Yeah, it'll it'll come back around. Um, so Mandalorian, I am not a huge Star Wars fan, but I did find this a good setup. Now, is this the greatest episode of the Mandalorian? We'll see. No, but John Favreau is over that. John Favreau, Dave Filoni, who did who was over the Clone Wars um, animated series, which I'm a big fan of. Right, we've we saw a snippet of that before we before we started recording. Yeah, and um, this was a good stepping stone episode, yeah. I think. I'll let you take because you know all the folklore. So, there. Ryan, as I get ready to push my virtual, my imaginary glasses up my nose. <laughs> so the Mandalorians were an ancient race of warrior people from the planet Mandalore. <sighs> Who would have thought? Um, so in ancient times, they were warfaring people. They were kind of dicks to a lot of the rest of the galaxy as 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 the stories were told. Yes, the sea shanties. However, after a while, they kind of calmed down a little bit. But then there was an, another sect that kind of wanted to revive that. They were called the Death Watch, featured prominently in the Star Wars Clone Wars series directed by Dave Filoni, co-produced by George Lucas. Um so this is the kind of a lot of the armor and stuff we see, like Jango Fett's armor, Boba Fett's armor and stuff. All that is derived from ancient Mandalorian armor and connected to Death Watch, that kind of thing. So the Mandalorian, he's clearly a Mandalorian <laughs> well, from, I hope so. the planet, the Mandalorian. from the planet Mandalore, <laughs> who's using a bit. And this really makes it sound like I haven't watched it. So, <laughs> yeah, good good I insight there, guy. I promise you, I have watched the episode. It did stop buffering long enough for me to watch it. But so he's he's clearly he's from the ancient vein where he is. He's wearing, he's got the armor. He's got that iconic look. It's a very shiny, polished look compared to some of the other beat up, grimy looking armor we've seen in this. But so he's a bounty hunter. He's 
unnamed. And it's very much, it's kind of like a Western, the way that it's set up. We see him, he walks into, he walks into a bar. He's looking for a dude. Some other dudes, they're bad dudes. They're ready to destroy the bar. The bartender's like, hey, free drinks, bar? free drinks on me. <laughs> uh, free drinks on me. Don't Epstein shoot. didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself and don't shoot up my bar, dude. And guess what? They, so he basically subdues everybody he without having a man to fire. And half in there. Uh, he's well, that was he used the door though. He didn't pull out a saw a saw or do it. He didn't pull out a vibro blade, Ryan. He didn't, he didn't pull out a vibro though. blade or a blaster. Didn't even need to do it because that's how skilled he is. Is he good at riding a horse or something? Oh, I don't even know what the fuck that is. A horse that had a horse that had no neck, one eye, and maybe two to four legs. Don't remember what it was it called. It was two legs and like two stumpy arms. It was like a T-Rex. It was like a T-Rex, but like a miniature version, much lower to the ground. Yeah. Just it was like if a, it was like if a T-Rex was like a dog times like four. So I have no idea. I mean, that'll give you a fuck that means. I think that'll give you a pretty good visual just representation of the thing that we're talking about. It's like if you took it's like a dinosaur dog that's a mini pony. But it has one eye. It's Shetland pony with one eye, scaly skin, and a bad attitude. Mm. If you don't know how to, if you're not a sharp teeth, if you're not a Nick Nolte type, you don't know how to. In this, you don't know how to. You don't know how to tame it, man. He's like, I don't have time for this. He's like, No, your ancestors were badasses, and they're also kind of dicks. But you can probably ride this if you try more than for. Three he minutes or whatever. It. All he did was pet the thing he in did. between his eyeballs, and the thing was like, "Well, okay." That's all you have to do, man. You I'm gotta, assuming you gotta give it some foreplay before you get on it. I'm a. I'm not. Admittedly, I'm not an animal person. I'm not an animal whisperer, but I'm assuming that's all you have to do is you pet gotta it. spit on it, pet it between it the eyes. Yeah, you gotta stick your hand in there. Always a good idea. Your with, whole fist. If the hostile animals just extend your hand first, put your fist. Right say in some the calming crevice. words, and they will definitely respect it and allow you to mount their Buy back. Dinner, you know, take it out, treat it right, call it the next day. Once it's date three or ride three, um, then that's whenever you're taking that thing to Fist Town. You're ready to take Dorothy Mantooth on a romantic seafood dinner town and never call her back. Bill with your dicks i really enjoyed this pilot episode it's not very long it's only about maybe 30 it's like 38 39 minutes, minutes. it's yeah, it's pretty it's, it's pretty brief it was actually shorter a lot shorter than i thought it was going to be we but we saw a baby yoda we saw a baby yoda at the end they have a important WTF, what's going on here with this baby yoda important target that they need to eliminate but this takes place after the empire's ended Yes, so it's like five years after Return of the Jedi, I so, think. So there's no more Empire, no more Yoda. Uh, we do see a couple stormtroopers, but they kind but the of the baby's fifty years old. The baby's fifty. So we we do we do know that Yoda's species ages incredibly slowly, apparently, which is why he's nine hundred years old and still the baby's fifty years old. He can still do a big flip, man. Got remember when he remember when he fought Count Dooku and he was flipping all over the place, man. Yeah. He was flipping out. Didn't even care. Because he, he knew it was life or death. He was flipping out and then he took his cane out afterwards. He's like, oh I'm kind of fucking tired now. But Yeah, I'm, my knees hurting <laughs> acting up again. The weather cold here. It's gonna rain soon. And I don't fuck that bitch. Up. 
What did you like about this, Ryan? What did you um, not like about it? I like it? the Western aspect of it. I like that it's short, too. I kind of enjoy that. Kind of enjoy that. It's week to week. I, there wasn't a big cliffhanger. Really? There wasn't a big cliffhanger. Now, that might change. It's a pilot episode. It was pretty straightforward in that I you're like, that. he's a bounty hunter. Guess what? There's going to be more bounties to do. Yeah. Not a lot. Boys not like, really, give me the puck. Not really a cliffhanger there. <laughs> um, I enjoyed like the baby Yoda. He was very acute. I enjoyed the fact that the robot that helped him, who was really good with guns, um, he was so spindly and good with guns. He was, he was. rotating all yeah, over the place. Got like a motherfucking <laughs> he did, bitch. I loved that scene in particular because he was like, I'm going to spare this little baby Yoda, but also this robot, this droid that helped me shoot him straight in the head. <laughs> I'm King not, Kong ain't got shit on me. not even going to hesitate. <laughs> I'm interested to see where it goes. The one thing that I didn't like about it, um, was a little fish man at the beginning who was like kept talking and stuff like that. He was kind of annoying. That was a, he was not that good. It, I'm stuck between Mithril and Minoc, both of which are not the right words. Mithril is from Lord of the Rings and Minoc is the weird we thing that was on the suck. Millennium Falcon he, he and was Empire Strikes Back when they landed on an asteroid. Um, Nerd. But <laughs> he sucks. Correct. Yes. Uh, no, he was he was irritating, and I'm glad that he was done away with very quickly. Um, and, Not and, quick enough. An interesting thing about this episode, though, is it, it it answered the question that I know that none of us have been asking: is how do Star Wars people use the toilet in space? They call it a vac tube, and it's clearly just like an. It looks just like an astronaut toilet from like the ISS or whatever. Suck out your intestines. Basically, like, it just looks like a big suck. vacuum cleaner hole mounted on the wall, urinal, weird looking kind of thing. I love how they didn't have the Mandalorian take off his his helmet. I wonder if that's going to be a running thing, or if he's just like, I hope it is. Start of episode two, he's like, get this in my face. Guess what? <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a kiss kind of thing, wherever kiss didn't take off the makeup until like doesn't even were. have a he doesn't even have a name though. He, he's Which an unnamed great. character. Which is great. <laughs> he's an unnamed gunslinger. We don't know anything about him other than he's a Mandalorian. We assume he's at least got Mandalorian well, the armor. The story of him when he was a kid and like his, his family was being decimated by stuff. I think the longer you hold on to the fact that you're not showing his face or talking about his past as much, I think the better off you'll be. Probably. And I feel like this may be one of those series where that doesn't matter. It may be one of those things where he's just this blank canvas and that the stuff that happens to them throughout this series forms who he is as a character rather than relying on stuff that's happened to him before, which I think is a neat kind of thing where it's like, hey, this is this character that you could do anything with, like the stuff that he's experienced before that's led him to being a bounty hunter and sort of an antihero of sorts. It doesn't matter. And I think that's uh, I think that's a really cool thing. I think it looks incredible. This is the first ever live action Star Wars t- TV series, and it it really seems like they're hitting on a lot of the things that I kind of wish that that Disney had done more of since they've acquired the license to this. I it's it's awesome to see these kind of Star Wars stories being told in this universe because it makes it seem bigger. It's it's weird that. You have this huge universe, but you keep focusing on like four characters. So like I didn't need to see 
young Han Solo, but we did. (laughs) And he wound up being basically the same character that he was in the original trilogy, basically. Um, so it's, it's just nice to see them going in and branching in a different direction, having that star Wars basic package and set up for this kind of thing, but it's almost a different genre. So I'm excited to see the direction that this goes. And I think that this is definitely a great starting point for this series. And I'm excited to see what else is going to happen in the rest of season one and season two as well. Yeah, which they're already filming, right? Which they've already announced. They're like, hey, did y'all enjoy season one, episode one? Guess what? We're already filming season two as we speak. So probably this time next year we'll be talking about season season two of this. But yeah, this is something you'd, you'd actually want to watch more of. I would we actually can do, watch more of that. Maybe we can do a, a a full season breakdown once the actual season's over. Yeah, and I think that's probably good. I, this is better than what Netflix has going on right now. So I think it was an obvious choice and kind of theaters. I mean, I guess unless you're hung up on Dr. Sleep right now. Um, Which I don't imagine you are. I haven't looked at the numbers from last week. But. I mean, it did decent, <laughs> but I, I think this is rated a lot better than that. It's a lot shorter, and I don't know. It just seems more interesting. It's, it seems we'll like there's a lot more that. buzz around it, yeah, for sure, for the people well, that are into Star it. Star Wars, you know? It is, and it's... Shining's been some time ago. It's almost like kicking off the Star Wars season. So you've got an episode of this every week leading up to episode nine, and then the conclusion is after that. And it's just... Yeah, <laughs> I do a bit. I'm looking forward to a big Star Wars wrap up God. episode. I thought you can only imagine. Like, there's a lot I need to watch, and I was like, maybe I can binge watch but you all can, the movies. But you can now stream if all the new movies as you need to, though. Yeah, on Disney Plus and or Netflix. Well, once those rights expire, you know I love you. I just don't want to piggyback off of you the whole time. <laughs> So well, speaking of piggybacking, Ryan. Speaking of stacking large amounts of weight your on your back, <laughs> let me be your baby. Let me put you in, put you in a vat of juice and and swaddle you back and forth, Ryan. So there's swaddle a me. there's a game that came out last week. A what game, was it called? A game that's been discussed for several, several, several years, ever since a certain Hideo Kojima also known as Big Dick Kojima in the industry. <laughs> Mr. Docking himself. Mr. Docking himself. Ever since he started the Metal Gear franchise and then had a falling out with Konami. And Sony was like, here, here's a wheelbarrow full of money. Make the weirdest fucking video game you can think of. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Y'all ever seen Walking Dead? And they're like, all right. He's like, that guy. That guy is going to be, that guy's going to be Ooh, the guy. guy over there? Don't know what he's going to do yet in this game, but... That guy's gonna be the guy. And fuck Ryan. I don't it is I won't what, fuck myself. <laughs> it is one of the one of the strangest experiences I've had in terms of playing game. <laughs> I not know where that was gonna go. In a, a very long time. So for there's been like trailers and little like leaks and snippets of information about this game for several years. And up until it came out, people were literally like I don't understand what Death Stranding is. What do you actually do in this fucking game? Well, in a way, it's actually a very simple game. In terms of gameplay, it's a lot of inventory management. If you hate long cutscenes, if you hate inventory management, 
if you hate very, very slow, deliberately paced gameplay, this is probably not a game for you. Damn, straight, hard, big dog. straight up. Like, if none of that sounds interesting to you, you will probably hate this. Ryan, I know that we have talked in the past about the kind of stuff you enjoy playing. I this don't know. For me. I don't know if you'd like this or not. You would probably hate this, actually. I, need I was so fucking characters. excited to run to GameStop last Friday. I picked up this game. Did you run there literally from here? I actually ran on foot. That is in terms nuts. of like allowing, in terms of allowing myself extra time to play this, probably the wrong decision to make. Now looking back on it, but it was. So you're so excited to play this. Like, I can't believe like people have talked about this for years. Like, what is this weird fucking game actually going to be? You put it in and you're like, what is Death Stranding? Well, about the first 45 minutes are mostly cut scenes. I can tell you that much as well. To give you that story. About you thought what the fuck's going on. You thought Red. I thought Red Dead had a long setup. It was maybe fun. The first five hours or so was a tutorial level. Oh, my God. I'm 10 hours in and the tutorial level is still not over yet. And the story is so much more convoluted and purposefully opaque in that I would say the comparison, if you had to compare this to something like Red Dead 2, the story is long, it's complex, but it's also relatable in the fact that it's a time period you can relate to. These are characters and archetypes that you can relate to. This game Throws all of that out the window. It says, fuck you. Do you want to see Norman Reddus take a shower? Oh, I'd Pro- love to. Do you want to see him take a poop? I would love to. Do you want to see him make grenades out of his own shit and blood? It sounds interesting. I'm in. These are the kinds of things you can come to expect from this. Have you ever wondered what if ghosts showed up one day in America, in the middle of America, and caused a gigantic explosion? Well, yes, if you have if you thought that was a thing that might happen, guess what? It happened in this game. It happened a long time before the events of this game began. Have you ever wondered what would happen in the country if there was a big explosion and ghosts were everywhere? And suddenly that's what the the Ghostbusters movie was. The topography of the United States was suddenly Iceland, apparently, where there's rocks everywhere. This game provides that for you. America is broken, people. America is broken, and there's basically... It's isolated into these walled-up cities, and there's this weird sort of connection where we have... It's called the United Cities of America, and that's the thing that you're helping to try to reforge. So Norman Reddus, his likeness and voice acting and all that is embodied in this character of Sam Porter Bridges. All the character in this characters in this game do not have normal names and several of them have names it was like you have a first name and then your middle name is your occupation and your last name is the company that you work for so sam is a porter which are people that uh transport cargo over long distances between cities which is necessary for the continued survival of americans we don't know what's happened in the rest of the world I'm assuming they built that border wall and now those ghosts are all on the side of this wall. Um, so maybe that's a, a strange alternate version of history where that, that has, <laughs> that has happened. Um, 
There's also, we have bridge babies, also known as BBs. That's whenever you make love with a troll underneath the bridge. Uh, it's that, that was one of the more weird, strange things. And also it's a strange element of the story where we have these babies that can see ghosts that you carry around basically in a fanny pack that's connected to your, you have an artificial umbilical cord that you snap into your suit. Um, Gameplay wise, what the bridge baby does is the bridge baby can see ghosts I see dead that you can't, which are known as BTs because there's short for beached things. Beached things beach happens tits. because there's an int- bitch tits happen because there's an interdimensional land or beach where the dead people go or don't go. It's all dead bodies explode. I feel like I've done a lot of drugs at this point. The. Your mom's the president. Your mom's the president. Your You're- mom goes to college. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Norman Reddis' his mom is the president. That's right. Um, they also sponsor his TV show when he goes to shit. Uh, they sponsor a TV show when he goes to take a shit. Uh, AMC. The monster, monster, the monster Energy Drink Corporation has survived this ghost. And it's not exp- changed your emblem. Explosion-based apocalypse. Which is fascinating. Um, you consume extra monster energy drink to boost your stamina levels and such. <laughs> Which brings me to another point. If you don't drink monster energy drink. Fuck then- you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, so that would, pe- would people die in this game or in this universe? In the Hideo Kojima verse. The verse. Uh, your body's are linked to a thing called chiral matter. Chiral matter is used from anything to create a new internet in this weird post-apocalyptic world to where if there's too much chiral matter, it's it's like mud that you can wash off yourself, but it's also a thing that when you die, it causes your body to explode and creates a humongous crater to, to the point where early in the game, there's a person that commits suicide and they have to immediately train cut scene in a cut scene. One of the long lengthy cut scenes that begin this game. So there's a long cut scene and then you walk around for about five minutes and then you're greeted with about another 30 minutes of cut scenes. I would love to kill myself and blow up because I'd take my enemies. When I had about an hour to play this game, I, I spent maybe 10 minutes actually moving around playing it. And the other 50 minutes were cut scenes explaining the large vast complex story that was just beginning to unveil itself so when people die in this they create things called void outs which blow up large and blow up anything next to them when they're transcending to the other realm to the beach to the interdimensional ocean called the seam why wouldn't you want to do that? And why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want people to blow up in your city? Because it's going to blow up the entire city. About the blow. That happens where a person blows up and a, a big city in America, which all the cities are named after knots, apparently, because knots form strands. And that's I've yet to slip knot. We got no. we've got the slip knot. We've got Iowa. We've got. <laughs> Corey Taylor, we got Corey Taylor. Uh, we've got Jody, Jordy, Jody Jordash, or whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is. The drummer who's no longer with the band. Yeah, who's the guy? Paul Gray was There's that the bass player Nick. that died? Um, so, Beats what, on kegs. 
and then there's about like four other people that we just have various percussive instruments. Yeah. Anyways, when they die, they blow up major population centers. So you want to avoid that. Um, Stay away from Slipknot. Gang, <sighs> they push their fingers into their eyes. See, there's <laughs> trying to explain. I've literally mentioned none of the gameplay of this game so far. I've I'm at the end. I'm at the very beginning of chapter three. It feels like I've done drugs, Jake. I feel like I've done wait until lot. you play it, Ryan. You, it's a mixture of like I'm assuming what an acid trip would be like mixed with tedious video game inventory management is how I would describe this game. Um, having said that, I loved it. I've loved every second of it, and it's actually I'm genuinely, unironically, I'm not being sarcastic. I've enjoyed this game a lot. It is so fucking weird. It's so incredibly far out of anything that I would have come to expect from a game like this. And it's just, it's weird and it's been frustrating at times. It's been frustrating when those ghosts form that tar around your feet and try to drag you to the other dimension or whatever. Black tar, when the black tar heroin forms up and you just got to start chucking grenades made out of your own poop and blood no, at these ghosts. Being a monkey, you're throwing fecal matter all over the place. It's so strange, and I have, I have, en- I have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Gameplay wise, it's remarkably simple, though. If you t- ignore all the weird story aspects, you're basically loading up lots of packages on your back, and it's kind of like being postal delivery man, the game. But there's yeah, ghosts. Yeah, it really is. Like you said, it's UP, it's UPS man, but there's ghosts. <laughs> the, but there's ghosts, and there's also people and terrorists that are trying to steal your packages. They're trying to grab your package, man. Don't you can't, take my package. Don't grab your package. Only dock with the people you care about. Is what dock I'm saying. With the people you know. Uh, there's a weird thing you're talking well. carried around called a cupid. It's just like a cross between cupid and a Q-tip. Oh, that you're that you're all these different sites that you're connecting to this chiral network so you can transmit information and data and all kinds of wonderful things and eventually you're going to unite america we're assuming i just got past the first never i got past the first boss fight tonight uh which was interesting in that it was one of the easiest boss fights i've had in a game but frustrating because you ran out of ammo very quickly. You ran out of blood very quickly. You have to equip a blood bag, but you also have to grab a briefcase full of blood grenades. Hematic grenades. What if you're a the woman game calls and you it. just bled into it? Like, advantage, I'd say. I would say that's an advantage, too. The Should period be. finally wins. Congratulations, ladies. Right. All the bears that you've summoned come and attack the The bears the ghost the menstruation. The weird ghost squid monster that's also a ghost that I had to fight. So... Basically, you need to play this game if you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. If you are there's trying no to way go, you could put it in quantified and words. If you're trying to go to sleep early, this is not a game you're going to want to play because you're just like, what the, what, like what the fuck trip. is this now? I do, very quickly, I know we're running out of time, but I want to... We have all the time in the world, baby. Run by, I want to run by some names with you. Go for you it. Of characters in this game. Get me. Sam Porter Bridges. It's a character called Mama. A character called Fragile. A character called... That's what they called me in high school. French. Dead Man, which is Guillermo del Toro. There's another character who wears a mask all the time who's called Die Hard Man. 
Die Hard Man. Die is Hard Man that's is a his name. Stupid name. That's stupid. If you put then man in it. another unrelated character who's also a scientist is called Hartman. 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 He has a British accent. Well, that's dumb. When you Don't know how he made it. He's like a superhero. Like, what is this? Conan Man? Like Conan O'Brien's Conan, Conan O'Brien apparently shows up in this Ginger later man. in this game. <laughs> Ginger, Ginger Man. man. <laughs> Tall Man with ginger hair. What do you reckon about that, Ryan? <laughs> I think that's stupid that that I mean, Do you think it's wonderful? <laughs> do I think it's wonderful? Oh yeah, totally. Do you think it's stupid? It, do you think it's dumb is stupid enough to be enjoyable actually? Yeah, I probably. You're probably like, yes, whatever. I'm just, just let me let's carry my throw everything at a to. let's throw everything at a at a wall and see what sticks. Um, Appar- do you apparently a sequel from this game. Oh, how I can't wait to see how it ends. Maybe I'll this is not even a full review. It's it's more like first impressions of this, but we'll probably I'll probably check in with this from periodically. Maybe we'll see if Cody's played this and see if we see if what he thinks of this with this ridiculous dumb adventure is. I don't think he's played this one. He wasn't mentioning it when I saw him this weekend. We'll see it. We'll see how we'll see how it pans out. But yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to Jedi Fallen Order. Apparently, I hadn't thought barely anything about that game, but apparently, it's gotten really, really well reviewed. Um, a mixture of God of War games gameplay and with some other elements, and of course, it's Star Wars, so automatically, I'm signed on to it, whether it's good it. or not. Um, so yeah, um, but you know, Death Stranding, with the caveat that this is a game that's definitely not for everybody. Um, I have I've really enjoyed my experience so far in the first 12 ish hours or so. So uh, I would say if if any of that weirdness sounds appealing to you, you know, then play it. Um, and if it sounds appealing to you, but you're not willing to pay full price for it. I'm sure in about six months you'll be able to get it for a big discount. So <laughs> what is this thing you posted about Home Depot was the instrumental to the apparently soundtrack. the composer for the soundtrack he did a lot of he went to home depot and uh played <laughs> with a bunch of enough time. played with a bunch of saws and banged a bunch of two by fours together and was like this is the soundtrack of this game i have yet to see the full experience of that yet that's old school but, right there you know whenever he's like so me and the wife are going blah 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 and it's like yeah we're going to there's home enough depot. time to look for wallpaper i don't know if there's gonna be enough time <laughs> but yeah i've 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 enjoyed it it's it's tedious, it's strange, it's frustrating, but I think that's pretty much what that's a relationship some for you. people that know Kojima and metal, that were fans of Metal Gear, they've come to expect. So yeah. I've never played any of those games, so coming in... F- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fresh poop grenades. Poop grenades, man. Throw your fecal matter this way and blow up and die. Yep. That's that's death stranding, man. That's death stranding so far. <laughs> mm. Leave me death. I'll be stranded. Ryan, anything else you want to add? A couple things. couple things. I'm going to hit it off here. Uh, Fast and the Furious 9 is wrapped. So that's done. That'll be in theaters probably next summer. Um, Disney Plus, 10 million subscribers already that's in the pretty, first day. That's a pretty big deal. Um, Netflix and Nickelodeon have formed a multi-year deal to produce original animated feature films and television series. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ninja Turtles. But there's As also established. Like stuff that they have the rights to, like let's say Rocket Power or Rugrats. Any of that old shit, Angry Beavers, Cat Dog. Fuck, bring Angry Beavers back. That'd be, I'd be fucking on board for that, for yeah. sure. And we actually got our first uh, poster of the new Black Widow movie. And I can see, what's the guy that played, who plays in Stranger Things, was uh, Hellboy. What's the guy, David Harbour or whatever? Yeah, David Harbour. Yeah, you can see his character in that. He's wearing like a mask or whatever. Um it, it looks interesting. I mean, the allure of Black Widow has kind of vanished for me because I've seen her in all these movies and she's been like backup character, but it isn't like she's something new, you know? It's like, oh, I gotta go see like Captain Marvel. She's new. What's her powers? We kind of know what her limits are to a degree. So I don't know if that'll be exciting for me, but we'll still go see it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've well established that we'll go see almost anything. And for this podcast. Yeah, so I'm down to do anything. Down to clown, down to dark. You name it, your boy's up. Well, Ryan, it's been an amazing 50 episodes. For our listeners out there, it's also, I'm sure, been an amazing 50 episodes. Thank you for letting us into your ears for another week. We look forward to another 50 to 750 episodes. We We're not to penetrate <laughs> you with our voices. Seriously, the the people Seriously. that have the people that have listened for a while, thank you so much for your support and your continued positive comments and stuff. If you want to share it with a friend, please do so. If you want to leave a like on any platform or five star rating or anything, any platform that helps if us out. If you don't leave anything, we will find you. We will kill you. And Stat- we'll sing the baby shark song. Statistically speaking, that probably won't happen. So statistically, you know what? Go, mean go ahead. And, to me. Go ahead and leave that five star review. We'll we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, but guys, seriously, thank you. It's been it's been awesome doing fifty episodes of this for the most part. And we're <laughs> my mom will be so proud. <laughs> Your mom will be very proud. Probably more so proud of this than the docking. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see what we happens in it. episode fifty one. We'll see. He won't too. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like starting over, though. I have to come up with something better than darking. Well, Ryan, I have full confidence that you'll definitely be able to do so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Ryan, faith. as we say at the end of this episode and the previous 49 episodes of Almost Accurate, I believe. No, I don't think it's all those episodes. It, probably the majority of those episodes. What we say is nighty night. Bitcher. This is the last episode of this podcast. But Mandalorian, right? Mandalorian episode two. Episode two. Why did we do that this week? Because I didn't want to watch a two and a half hour movie. Um, 
And this is and, just easier for and old I've, folks like us. And I've been playing lots of Death Stranding. Which we'll cover I'm later. In, I'm in chapter fucking five right now. <laughs> did we cover that last week? We did. Did we? Yes, we, we did. going a little bit into that this week because it's pretty much a glorified FedEx man. Um, also traits just in general because you're over here building goddamn roads. You were here, like you were here watching me. And I was drunk. You saw Norman Reedus chug some take energy drinks, take a shit, and then he in your face. Then we watched a 20 minute cutscene, and I was like, "Isn't this the best video game you've ever seen?" You're like, "Some lady had a ghost, baby. She one fuck by a ghost or something. I don't know. One hundred percent." Maybe we'll do the Mandalorian first, but let's go for <laughs> we'll that do, first. We'll do that first. Mandalorian, no dialogue for like first 10, 15 minutes. I'm telling you, man, it's like a Western. He really, really they're leaning into that heavily. And I just love like, I just love the aesthetics of this series. I love that they have just gone like, we're going to do something in the Star Wars universe there's going to be some a lot of stuff you recognize, but it's just going to be it's just going to be this weird series where it's a lone guy walking along. So some gross stuff is going to happen. I watch this shit. I there's, really really enjoyed this. I like episode two more than episode one, even though I for the first like fifteen minutes, you're right. I was like, are they going to say something I at some they point? The whole up in the whole episode because sometimes you know try to push things so yeah. far and see how far you can go. <laughs> Um, but they did end up talking. Um, the, what is it? The Jabawas? The Jawas. Jawas. They are the minions. They, are. they make all those sounds like. <laughs> or the minions of the Jawas. Anyways, point being, they're rats. They fucking or, suck. Or yellow. I love. Weird. I love. Spoilers for episode two of The Mandalorian. Although, Baby if you've been on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook in the last week, You've probably had a big plot point spoiled for you anyways. Baby Yoda, which was in the first episode at which, the end. Right. Exactly. You could watch the first two episodes of this so far. That dude was and fucking un- sexy it, and delicious. Under, I love some Baby Yoda. Under an hour. But yeah, Baby Yoda, cute as fuck. Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda, too. <laughs> Baby Yoda's cute as fuck, man. Dude, he is. I just He's also, pick him up and hold that little fucker and squeeze the light. I love his little cradles. Just... <laughs> Just fucking floating around. Kept just getting out of this little fucking crib. <laughs> you know that crib that was floating was pretty much just like one of those uh, cribs that you push a baby in. Um, what, a walker? I believe they call them a pram in other parts of the Who world. Who the fuck knows? But that's Britain. pretty much what it was. It was a glorified <laughs> one of those just follow this uh, Mandalorian guy around. Uh, so I just want to point that out too. I That was that was funny. I liked that. I liked the fact that he kept just randomly getting out and walking around and he's like, all right, I'm good. I'm going to have to close crib with me. It's like, I'm going to have to close the lid on this baby. <laughs> Shut up. baby. Is there still air flowing into this? I don't know, but lids closing in anyway, anyways, well, that, the baby kept getting out. The baby Yoda kept getting out and he wanted to touch his wound. And I was like, Oh baby Yoda. I mean, if you touch that, it would be fixed. <laughs> It's like a dog licking your wound. It's like, baby Yoda, I wish you could just put your hand over my heart sometimes over all the hardship I've had to endure. Yeah. Well, baby Yoda. (laughs) So the Mandalorian guy, he's like hardcore. He's like this tough guy shows no emotion. And then you have baby Yoda. Doesn't show his face even. (laughs) Soft and sweet and cuddly and just. Hey, baby Yoda, I pick you up and I give you kisses. Um, Sorry. 
Then there's Nick Nolte's character, which is like some pick guy. I've I've spoken. I've spoken. Yeah, I remember (laughs) saying that. Um, So I don't know if we see his character again, because at the end of the episode, our Mandalorian fellow flies off to take Baby Yoda. To this is this is after he shows that bitch out. Basically, the first 15 minutes is him trying to get Baby Yoda back to his ship. Come on, Baby Yoda. Then he gets there. Turns out the Jawas, the ja- minions, the the minions jacked all the shit, man. Yeah, they, they basically like fucking <laughs> fucked his shit up. They're like, oh, this engine, yeah, it's tight. And then the Mandalorian guy's like, nah, I'm gonna fucking put you bitches out. He starts disintegrating them. I loved, I loved that part. I love that chase scene was really good. Oh yeah, he got it up was on there. really surprisingly good. We've seen. I've seen a few things like that. There's a Boba Fett chase scene in a um, one of the old Star Wars comics. It was like that. And I feel like they've taken direct inspiration from that. But fuck, that was good. There's that scene in Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader's like, hey, I'm your I want, father. want them alive. Yeah, he says that, hey, but he's also like, father. I want them alive. Don't disintegrate them. And this dude's just like, Take I fried them. Bitches out. He's like, the Jawas seem upset. And he's like, yeah, it's probably because I disintegrated a couple of them. Yeah, they wanted him to put his blaster away and his <laughs> rifle away. And he's like, nah, bitches. Like nah. Fire. <laughs> Ain't even going to do that. That was... <laughs> that chase scene was really good, though. I was surprised, like... But the dude got knocked the fuck out. He did. Chris he Tucker was there waiting for him. Horribly trying to do that. You know, the he nice was, thing is whenever this gets released, you only have to wait till tomorrow to see the next part of it. Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Episode three will be out Friday. Baby I, I like all. the way that we're checking in on this week to week so far. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the ride. But yeah, it's come ride it, baby. Come on, ride it. I'm enjoying it. It looks this one, this episode in particular, it really looks like they have spent a lot of money making this. Yes, it no. really looks like it looks like the films, and it looks like the same sort of quality that you've come to expect. It looks like Star Wars, um, unequivocally, and like the the character designs are fantastic. I love the little Jawa language. I love the. The fact that he tries to speak to them. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's terrible language. It's terrible dialect. We can't even we can't even understand your dialect, man. He's like, hey, fuck y'all. I'm gonna burn you up, <laughs> player. And they're like, hey, why don't you go get this egg? And he's like, an egg? Does sound too hard. Did it look like did it not look like he was put going into a butthole? I thought he was going into a butthole. I said I paused that when me and Olivia were watching it. And I said There's wrinkles on that thing. I said this cave looks like a butthole. It looked like a butthole. And I was like, where are we going with this episode? <laughs> Hopefully not. It did look like he was walking into There's a butthole. A on the outside I will it. not apologize for that. There's a rhino creature that dwelled inside this butthole cave. I looked it up. On Wikipedia, that creature is called a mud horn. Well, it lives in the mud near the butthole, which <laughs> it, we could call poop. And it died in the mud, didn't it? Oh, it died sure, like a bitch because it sure did. saved a life and rode a cowboy. So the man, Mandalorian, old Mando, he was getting his ass kicked, basically. He's he was trying. He was supposed to. He found the egg. He's like, oh, I'm going to stri- grab this. And mud horn was like, no, nah, you ain't. No, nah, nah, you that. ain't. Don't grab that. And it basically was about to beat him to death. Beat um, your motherfucking bitch ass. Oh. That fight. That fight was not going well. 
So was not. He was gets not. hit what feels like about 14 times. It was not I've, 14 times. It was like five times. And his ass got it sent felt, a couple of different directions. It felt like 14. It because felt like nothing, man. It felt like, He damn, got the shit. boy gonna make it. He got the shit beat out of him. What's he doing the last time? He pulls out his little knife. Little, little tiny knife. A vibro blade, some would say. They've it was vibrating. You can go back and look, watch it. It's definitely a vibro blade. According to Star Wars Legends comics, vibro is vibrating. And- <laughs> the the thing starts charging at him, and he's like, well, I'm just going to go out in a blaze of glory because I'm just going to stab this bitch up. And then the baby Yoda's like, no, don't do that. I'm going to lift you off the ground. And then I'm going to... And I pass out. And then the guy's like, hey, I'm gonna stab this motherfucker. Turn, twist, fuck you up, double tap, bitch. <laughs> and he killed the rhino. And he got the egg. The hairy, hairy egg. The hairy, hairy egg. I thought that they afterwards. ate that egg really fast. Well, prior to that, they're gonna get indigestion. The they ate that. or whatever. <laughs> Jamiroquois. Jawas. The Jamiroquois. Jamiroquois. They were about to roll up out of that bitch. And I was like, man, there's going to be like a baby Chewbacca in this. And my my dude's going to end up with baby Chewbacca and a baby Yoda. And then we're going to work our way around. But then the the Jawakas, Jamiroquois, they said, whoa, whoa, we don't eat this egg because we see you. And then they took a knife. Straight cut that shit off clean, play like they shanked somebody in the jail. Like, Mm-mm, you owe me my money. Where's it at, bitch? And then they started eating the contents inside of it, which was yolk. And there was just a lot like, of yolk. Oh, we feast on your children, bitch. How you like that? How you like me now? But they didn't get any yellow anywhere, you know? They get on their hand, they get on their, their cloak, they get on anywhere. They just Maybe they have mouth and all in. Maybe a Jawa's mouth is very similar to like Stingrays, where it's like a, it's oh, like God. a vacuum cleaner no. sort of situation Jake where they just a from a Stingray. Not true. <laughs> was it true? What episode was that? Detective Pikachu. So there's proof there. Jake admits to it. There's no proof of that, but also that is one of my favorite stingrays. segments of the show. That is disgusting. How do you look in the mirror? I did not get filleted by a Stingray. <laughs> anyway. Old Man River, he he helps old man still talking about the- <laughs> put his motherfucking ship together. My dude's like, hey, you want to come be one of my players? You want to come hang in my posse? He's like, nah, bitch. Ain't got time. I've been working my whole goddamn life. I'm just trying to live free. Thank you for everything you did. I have spoken, bitch. And then Mandalorian looks to the skies like, we're flying off into outer space. Then while he's in outer space, like, yo, Wake up, baby Yoda. You passed the fuck out before. Wake up. Wake up. And the baby doesn't wake up. So he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to be pressing on these buttons over here going hyperdrive. I'm about to drop your ass off for some drugs. And then baby Yoda wakes up and does some cooing. And then he's like, oh, yeah. All right. I mean, guys, if you have and seen, if you haven't seen it, I feel like. You, I laid it out for you. You definitely have have now. Um, well, yeah, that's right, girl. I mean, that was basically spot on. I felt like I was watching it again when I was yeah. listening to you retell that story. Well, so, base plow. If you haven't seen the Mandalorian yet, and get your in, ass up on it because it's decent. And it's <laughs> plow. You ain't got to sit for like two fucking and a half hours. <laughs> 
That shit gets crazy. It I, is so good. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I love the fact that this is a thing. Card. It does. Oh, that's disgusting. Jay. A little bit. Or a lot of bit. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I love the fact that there's a high budget live action TV series that's properly doing it. And I love that it's kind of blending different genres. Like you said, the first 10, 15 minutes of this, no dialogue, just like an old Western. I really like this show. It's good. (laughs) Um, Which brings me to another thing. I'm going on a tangent right now. Do you think movies are starting to develop like lengthier time they're too long and then like when you go try to watch them like hey i'm not gonna sign it up for an hour and a half i'm signing up for two and a half hours they're too long and some of them are not very good you're not even worth it like one that has become a pet peeve for me one of the big retrospectives we've had doing this podcast is that some movies are way longer than they need to be give me an hour and a half that's like what i think is a minimum for a regular movie i will give two hours to a movie like the Avengers or something like that, which ended up being three hours, but I will give them two hours. Like it's just too much. When I was in much. in my screenwriting class, that was one of the things that they really emphasize. They said, if you think that your film needs to be longer than 90 minutes, you really need to have something important to say. And I have to admit a lot of these movies that are creeping up to two hours and 20 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes long. Do not have that much important to say. Trim the fat. <laughs> yeah, like get the fuck out of here. You might make more money because of it. Now, movies like The Joker or something like that, which we, in which, hindsight, it's easier to say. Which in and of itself was only was not that long. It was maybe two hours. Yeah, if if even. Avengers. So, I know a lot of people didn't like the last Avengers movie, and that was three hours really? long. Well, a lot of people they didn't were just like tying it. Tying up loose ends. It was like, okay, well, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Infinity War and Endgame are basically one big movie stuck together, though. Kind of like Kill Bill one and two. Yeah. But or Charlie's still, Angels. What's your favorite Avengers movie or uh, Marvel movie? Uh, I would say Iron Man one. Iron Man one, which was how long? Still talk. Uh, two hours. Two hours. That's all you need. Not longer than it needed to be. Um, I would say movie, two hours. Invi- Avengers Endgame was probably second, though, if I'm honest. You know what you need to watch? Spider-Man Far From Home. V for Vendetta. We'll have to do an episode on that. We really I, do. That's like I feel like we'll do we'll do our Star do. Wars series to get caught up. We'll do that. We'll and do that. then I'm actually gonna buy we will do an in, we'll do an interest. <laughs> so you can stop using my login. <laughs> well, I've only used it twice. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I used it three times. I watched Brink. Brink. Yeah. How was Brink? Eh, I fell asleep during it, but it's about this uh, inline skater. And about what you remembered. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. We'll fin- we'll, f- we'll do our Star Wars series. We'll get caught up in that. We'll do- we need to do V for Vendetta. You know, we need we'll- to do Mand- Mandalorian whenever it runs out. This yeah. will be our last like review, and then we'll wait till the... Wait till the whole thing. And- out. Yeah, and yeah. then we'll come back. Um, Jake... You have lived vicariously through Norman Reddus as a FedEx delivery man or a tradesman who builds roads or makes deliveries. I have. How's we're, that going for you? In chapter five, there is a ghost baby <laughs> and a lady with an umbilical cord who attaches to the ghost baby. You see, the thing is, the way that we describe that, that's not necessarily a spoiler for this game. 
Um, oh, there was a World War One. One of my one of my favorite things yeah. about this about Death Stranding is looking at like the the trophies and the achievements and the percentage of people that complete those. So it was like seventy five percent of the people that played Death Stranding like finished Chapter Two basically, and then Chapter Three that drops down to like twenty five percent. But you're still so, early in it. Um, after about two weeks, I can say that the the game has finally it's got its hooks in me. Once you hit chapter three, you're really properly in. You're in the story. You've hit the basic crux of the game is you're making deliveries and you finally have the ability to construct some really neat things. So one of the things I did earlier today was I built three different segments of road. And when I made my delivery from this particular order, I leveled up from a level 71 to a level 144 because of the asynchronous multiplayer that is kind of integrated into this. So we talked about how, or maybe we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but how it's connected to the servers and you have the people that are also playing this, the structures that they build show up in this world. So that if you leave a ladder behind for someone, if you leave a rope behind for someone, if you build a bridge over a gap for someone, um, you have the ability to go in and like that because it's all connected to this in-game thing called the chiral network. Um, and that's a really cool thing. So when I completed those three segments of road, I think that generated about 4,300 likes in game. And that's really what enabled me to basically double my stats in that. So it, it's really made me think about the, the fuck man. Like what? <laughs> You know? No, in the aftermath, you love <laughs> ruining stuff for people. Where you just you go to the end, you're like, all right. Well, I'm not know, You want to know how this ends? This is you, man. <laughs> this is me. Um, there's some fucking wacky shit that happens though. So when you finish the majority of the orders, it's like you being on drugs. Eventually, yeah. Well, it kind of is because you got you got here when I was just finishing up with something, and. I was back in one of those private rooms where the what? all you can do, what? all you can do in the, those private rooms is take yeah, a shower. It sound like you're in those private rooms, like we we met in a strip club or something. You're like when yeah, you I'm met in this private room, you, all you can do room. is all you can do is take a shit. You can drink Monster Energy drink um, and have and some you, lady <laughs> give you a blumpkin while you're drinking and pooping <laughs> and drinking Monster Energy. Give me that blumpkin. Dog. Trademark. <laughs> Hashtag we dock. <laughs> Hashtag adver- advertising. <laughs> advertising opportunity. It's so good though. Um, but yeah, I just out of nowhere, I finished chapter three. I walk outside because they're like, hey, there's a big old chiral thunderstorm happening outside. Why don't you go check it out? So I get on my motorcycle, a thing that I have now, and I ride it out. And then I get sucked into a ghost tornado. And all of a sudden... I'm in World War One, but there's ghosts and shit everywhere. That shit was crazy. I'm going to admit something that I normally don't admit unless I'm talking about God of War is that I went in and lowered the game's difficulty settings because I was tired of doing this level over and over again. Chapter four is maybe like a half hour. You do like two things in it and then you're straight on to chapter five. But Fuck, man. Like, it was 
You're a terrible person. I hope it, you enjoy living with yourself. It was irritating. It was irritating in the fact that you are limited to actual guns that kill people, which is a strange thing in this whole game where killing people will actually cause craters in the earth because of reasons and, and stuff and whatnot. But fuck, it was such an <laughs> such an interesting interesting um experience but yeah so yeah i had just finished that when you got here and we were treated to yeah norman reddis chugging some monster energy drink minute cut scene where ryan what happened what what did you observe well there was some late what did you hey i had a baby but that baby i was supposed to get a c-section but the hospital collapsed on top of me yeah but nicely so she could live, and there was rain, and where she my was head was the, above the rubble. Yeah, she was drinking some water from the rain, and the shit dried out, and she was like, "Oh shit!" But then there was this ghost baby attached to her that was a dead baby inside of her. I guess. Well, no, she said she gave birth, but the baby had died. She couldn't get to the baby. The baby became like a ghost baby. The baby started crying, and it's ghostly cries. And then people heard her, real life people, and they were like, "Hey, let's save her!" And she's like, "Oh, I'm here, help me!" And her face looked like stupid. I'll be honest. Her face looked stupid. Her teeth looked long. And I was like, ugh. And then she was like, yeah, I'll protect this baby from now on. So that's why I, can, baby I can never leave here again. Leave here. Like that ghost baby's got to grow up sometime, you know, let that ghost baby go. This is the kind of thing you can expect from Death Stranding. Um, it's not like anything, any piece of media I've really engaged with before. It's crazy. It's so strange in the fact that the story is so weird, but the actual gameplay is really kind of straightforward. You know, you're no, you're going no idea. You're going from A to B. Really, you're taking a thing and you're bringing it from A to point A to point B. But the over the story and the world that it builds is so incredibly strange. But it's. It's good, honestly. I'm really enjoying it. If I was, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I don't know if I would have chosen to gone in to go in on it. And admittedly, the first few hours of this are a slog. Like all video games, you said. Like a lot of new games, it's kind of a pain in the ass to start a new one because you feel like you're doing homework at first, learning a new thing, but. Once it, it does find, once you get to chapter three, it really does start to get its bearings. It, it's you get your bearings, you get your legs underneath of you, and you start to really understand what this game is. And it's good. I'm enjoying it. It's not for everyone. It's definitely not for everyone. <laughs> it's inventory and transporting. It's uh, glorifying trades. I think. It's like being, building roads and delivery men. And it's stuff being like that. a fe- nothing wrong with that. It was just what it is. It's interesting in the fact that today was one of the first days where it finally kind of clicked for me, where I really did start to enjoy the fact that other people have laid these paving machines down and I have found them and I have put the resources into them to actually complete this segment of road. And the fact that it's connected to the network and other people can see that and appreciate that the fact that you can now drive with a vehicle from one city to another city that you couldn't previously do it's 
kind of a neat thing. I don't know. It gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling. The fact. Ew, gross feelings. <laughs> it gave me a warm, warm. It gave me a Jawa eating a big egg, a big furry egg feeling. The That's fact weird, that, that <laughs> the weird. fact that this is happening now, but um, it's good. So yeah, I, I probably said that last week. But Death Stranding, good game. Well, um, we're gonna check with you. In next my week opinion, see what the ending is. You're gonna <laughs> fucking finish that shit. If we don't move on to to Jedi Fallen Order, I do want to check that out too. But yeah, Ryan, that's about that about does us for this week, don't you think? Oh, I am fine with that. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. If you want to give us a five star review on whatever rating no, platform, you need to because you if need you don't, to. then we'll come to your houses individually. We've seen where you live. We know your IP addresses. We we won't be just a VPN cl- to your computer. Give you viruses unless you give us five star ratings. You know what? I was going to dispute those some of those facts, but you know what? I agree with Ryan. So, yep. you know what? We were tired of asking. Now we're threatening. Yep. We're, we're doing it. Beat your legs in. <laughs> you know, talking Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, look it up because that shit's going to happen to you. Your future's going to be taken away from you and your firstborn child's going to be taken away from you. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this is almost accurate. As we say at the end of this episode, we'll beat your fucking legs in, you little fucking pricks. And also, I will fist your asshole and pull out your skeleton. And the third thing we say is that I might take you out to a nice dinner before all that happened. Because and the fourth thing. Mm, I've ran all things. Nighty night, butches. Until next time, folks. I'll pull your skeleton out of your asshole. Those first three things were kidding. Nighty night, bitches. Not really. Good night. in there. Seriously. Fucking wreck your shit. No, seriously. Leave five a good star. Review. Five star. We demand the five star rating. No, seriously. It'll help us out. We appreciate it. Yeah, five star, bitches. Good night. Until next time, folks. Talk to you later. Five stars. Come on, Jake, put your penis in mine. <laughs> You're just clicking all the yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.